Yeah. What's up, man? I don't. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, Luke? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Did you have to accept my invite? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Crazy. know why I don't know why mine weren't going through to you. I don't know. I don't know if I'd be in like a certain section of the app, but weird. Yeah. So what's going on, man? Chilling. Chilling. <laughs> Uh, Where are you at right now? Are you outside? Yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm sitting in the bathroom with a couple of beers. Yeah. What was I going to say? Um, oh, I thought this was funny. Real quick. You know, uh, ideas or one-liners or whatever in uh, the notes thing on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I went to check it the other day. Uh, a couple funny things the day before or whatever. <laughs> and the most recent note was something that I must have like, I must have done right before falling asleep or something and didn't remember having done. So it totally caught me off guard, and it just said, "Is it what? Too many cocks in the kitchen." Oh Jesus! <laughs> so, I like what's that. going? What's going on in his head? What's going on in his head? Indeed. Indeed. Um, so, anyways. Went to the hospital yesterday. What for, bro? Having chest pains. Really? Yeah. Everything's good. Everything's tip top. But, um, so it's probably just like a muscle strain in that area. But it's like specifically in like the right rib cage. Like, absolutely kills when I move and walk. And it happened in the middle of the night, like Thursday night into Friday. So I tried to ride it out. But yesterday morning, it was, wasn't good either. So I went to like a walking clinic. And they did an EKG, and they were like, yeah, it's, like, it doesn't look bad, but there might be, like, some sort of regularity in your heart, but also our EKGs are only, like, 30% accurate, so yeah, the fact that it's heart-related, my recommendation is you go to the emergency room, and I'm like, all right, so we went to the emergency room, and, you know, they did blood work and x-rays, and they're like, your heart's healthy, there's no sign of anything, so if it stays painful, let us know, or if something changes, but it's probably just, like, a muscle strain. I'm like, all right, well. I wouldn't be huh. here if it, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't painful. So it's definitely something. But has it improved or no? Not really. I mean, I've taken, I guess, slightly. I've been, I've been taking a bunch of like ibuprofen and Tylenol and stuff. If um, you if you mm-hmm. um, like massage the area and like stretch. No, stretching hurts. Stretching hurts. So that sounds like it might be 
not the heart. Yeah, like, I don't know it, if it's it, I don't know if it's the heart. They said that my heart looks fine. I mean, does it feel like it's inside, like the chest cavity, or? It... Yeah, it feels like it's like underneath the ribs, but it doesn't feel like it's like organ failure or anything. I mean, it's not. It doesn't feel like that. It just feels like a like I have bruised ribs almost. Hmm. I feel like someone took a bat to my chest, and it just huh. kind of it hurts when I like roll over or try and stand up straight, deep, take a deep breath, stuff like that. So I figured I'd go get checked out. Weird. Yeah. But all was good. They said I was all right. Yeah, I mean, they said it doesn't sound. Their diagnosis isn't very reassuring. Well, that was the that was the walking clinic after after the the hospital ran a shit ton of tests on me, and they like there there's like there's no sign of blood clotting. They did blood clotting tests. They did uh, t- check my liver with with blood work. No e- X-rays showed no damage or anything. Yeah, I guess yeah. So let's just see how. I mean, if it doesn't go away, then clearly we got to figure something out. Just taking it easy. Yeah, well, keep me posted on that. Yeah. I hope that gets better. For sure. For sure. It uh, it came on, like, in the middle of the night? Yeah, I noticed it. It was funny because it, uh, Thursday night, like, while right before going to bed, Heather had made chocolate chip cookies, right? So I ended up eating a bunch of those and, like, crushing an iced tea can. And I remember going to bed, I was, like, really full, but, like, kind of uncomfortably full. Like, not the, you know, I mean, it was not like, I oh, man, I ate too much. It was like, oh, shit, I didn't think it would be that painful to eat so much. And then I went to bed, think, you know, whatever. Um, and then I got up to pee at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. And when I sat up and, like, was walking to the bathroom, I was in a bunch of pain. So, I was like, that's really weird. Maybe, like, the cat slept on me weird or something. And then I went back to bed, and, and it never went away. It's been the same ever since. So I was kind of hoping it was like a gas bubble at first. It just well, that's stuck what somewhere. that's what I was that's what I was going to suggest. But it's was, going on. It's going on um, over forty eight hours now. No, not like a. A gas bubble, but like an offshoot of some sort of acid reflux or something. Do you know what sure, I mean? Sure. Yeah. We'll see. Or maybe because you were uncomfortable, uh, like when you went to bed, you like laid in a position that was slightly off the way you normally would and something kind of, you had a little spasm in your sleep or something and it kind of tweaked something, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because it's not constant, like when I'm sitting, like I'm sitting right now, I feel okay. Well, see, that's, that's why, that's what makes me think like, yeah, that's where it lines up with uh, maybe string something. Yeah. But anyway. Should be the same rock. If it's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's up? What's up with Sorry, Tom? I got so you talked to Tom. About, I got all concerned about your health. and. No, no. I, I, I just brought it up because that's what I was doing yesterday. And then. Uh, so I didn't really get fully into it. I listened to the album every track. So I have listened to it, but I didn't like jot notes down or anything. Oh, no, no. That's cool. Oh, I actually, dude. I actually didn't end up having as much as, okay, like, 
I think all of the nostalgia for the album came out in those first five oh tracks. My God. And then it it was so dry. good listening to it again. If this is just the stupidest thing we ever do, I'm so happy we did it just so that I was forced to listen to that album again. I don't yeah, know how much longer I would have gone without putting that on, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so uh, good. I remember, do you remember, what, what are your earliest memories of hearing, when, when did you first hear about Under the Table and Dreaming? Uh, I don't know. I, it was a while. It was definitely South Windsor days. No. First I, heard me. No. I know. I have 100% Jeremy verified memory. So take that for whatever it's worth. I take that. Um, of playing for case for cough in, in the, the basement. Danbury basement. Were they it, playing? It must have been either our la- I think it was our last full summer there. It was, it was 94. It came yeah, out. Well, that was going to say, I looked it up and saw the, it was 94 and I actually was kind of shocked that, no, I shouldn't say shocked, but I didn't think well, it was going to be 94. I thought it was going to be like I, a 96. I that it, it really doesn't get much more in 1994 than this album. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. It makes sense. It was 94. That or zombies, not zombies. Damn it. Jeremy cranberries. Yeah. Oh, um, I had another funny thing real quick. Uh, then we'll get into the tracks. You know, the Buffalo Springfield, of course, everyone knows the Buffalo Springfield song. Uh, it's called For What It's Worth. The, There's something happening here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for some reason, it was, in my, it was in my head this morning. And, but I was seeing it, like, played out as, like, a comedic sketch. And it's really easy to start making the jokes. Um the, first of all, the way the verses go, like, there's a man with a gun over there. Like, you could have the singer just narrating as he's walking just by. Just pointing stuff. things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like, there's a guy with a camera that's walking in front of me yeah. while I talk. Telling you, you know, restaurant like, with the door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, uh, and then for the chorus, <laughs> I think it'd be hilarious. Uh, Stop. Hey, what's that sound? Holy shit, is this Jonestown? And then it it pans out. And, like, the guy's just surrounded by... He's just been walking amongst... Dead bodies? Yeah. (laughs) So it should be, what's that smell? If it doesn't rhyme. Yeah, like, uh, (laughs) I like that it stays just kind of the the simple way for the first before the big reveal yeah of course and then you can, then you can just get silly with it yeah yeah or like every verse can can be a different and if you watch the video um that comes up like if you just put the song search the song on youtube uh i think it's a performance from uh you know a variety show of some sort in the 60s they uh different members of the band sing different verses uh of the song and they like they rotate and they walk in and out of like 
Stephen Stills in particular does this really bizarre cartoonish walk like into and out of frame when he's doing the lead and stuff. It's, it's, it's bizarre. So it's I think it's ripe for uh, parody. Those guys were probably on a lot of tranquilizers back then. Those dudes, they couldn't tranquilize horses for a good number of years. That's why horse racing got so popular in the late 60s and into the 70s. They couldn't tranquilize them, so they were running wild. So how would somebody get his fucking dart in the neck? <laughs> I like you. <laughs> but you're how, do you crazy, get, how do those guys get darts in the neck? Whoa, 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 pull what out? Oh, dude, but isn't that not? I heard that song Twist. I couldn't. I did like a quadruple take. Yeah, that shit is unbelievable. Phone. It's, it's, is it not? It's what I imagined you would create if you could be Tom York for a day. <laughs> yeah. Twist, 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 twist. Yeah, I can't believe someone, yeah, I can't believe he got away with that. The tune's just like, bing, 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 bing. Have Tom in the back just twerking away at a guitar. Then it sounds like he's either saying kid or kill. I think we, I think you and Tom have done, we've done that, like. He could have stole that. He could have found that somewhere in the woods while walking through the woods of Danbury, because you know Tom York does that. Well, yeah, like that's why he's always doing those surprise shows in the Poconos that Uncle John gets front row seats to, and is the only one in attendance for. He just walks there. So I was eating hot dogs with Tom York the other day. What time? So you talked to Tom about the podcast? (laughs) Yeah, I. We've been texting back and forth a bit, and um, oh, can I stop you right there? I meant to tell you yeah. when I was looking at the when I was going through the app trying to figure out what to do to get this going. Yes, I noticed that um, it said my first episode had six plays, and I said, "Oh, that's kind of interesting." I didn't, you know, I guess maybe Jeremy hopped on there a few times or whatever. Maybe it counts when I listened to it a couple of times. It definitely but counts when you listen to it. it two of the plays are from, I, from iTunes. Isn't that weird? That is weird. It says four from Anchor and two are from iTunes. I don't even know how they could be from iTunes yet. They get uploaded on it, doesn't it? What's that? It gets uploaded No, because um, if you read the thing... If you hit like the question mark bubble on the the last page to the right, the music page, yeah. the where you get the songs, it tells you that uh, the well, I mean, I guess oh, it gets uploaded without the music. You know what? I got, I've, I got an email. I guess I, yeah, uploaded. you must you must have. I forgot. It's when you publish. It, it asks you. I've only been publishing to Anchor because the songs have been integral to like jokes and stuff yeah, for me. I didn't mean so to I, I, so shit. it wouldn't it wouldn't make any sense out of context. Right. So I've just been publishing to anchor. But if you did publish like to all then it's possible someone found it on iTunes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So you were talking to Tom about it for when was that that you checked? right now when I was waiting for you. Oh. 
Huh. I wonder uh I wonder if Tom went and looked for it through iTunes. I could have done that. That's one of the But yeah, thinking. but so that's um we were we've been chatting a bit and um I I have all these ideas of stuff. Plus in re listening to our apps and stuff. So many of the jokes like are just directly for you and him. Yeah. So I'm like, might as well let him in on it. Plus, I know that he um, had been encouraging Dan to maybe get into podcasting. Um, So, you know, I'm like, I don't want to let it go too long before getting him on board. Uh, so, so I just reached out and I was like, Hey man, Tim and I just recently started, uh, messing around with podcasting. Um, and I'd really love to get you on board if you're interested. And he wrote back almost immediately. Hell yes. Exclamation point. Of course. And I was like, sweet. Then I sent him, I said, it's on an app called, you have to download this app. It's called Anchor. It's free and everything. Um, then I sent him the link to mine. Then I was like, uh, so I sent Tim my first episode and he responded by making uh, a pod, his own podcast in response to my podcast. Then my second episode is a response to his first episode and then they tell two friends, and then they tell two <laughs> friends. Yeah, yeah. And then I waited like a half an hour, still nothing. I'm like, oh, he's probably listening to him. And then I'm like, and then she'll go fuck two other guys instead. <laughs> he said that or you said that? I said that. <laughs> um, and then that's, uh, that's I haven't, I've have not. I've not heard from him. It's been about 24 hours. Oh, so we don't know if he's actually into it or not. He may, he may have listened to him. He's the stupidest thing I've heard. Search yeah, mine. He may, like, that's, he may that's have horrible. listened to it and then deleted us. Yeah. <laughs> all of our contact info from uh, his phone. Speaking uh, about then she'll go fuck two other guys instead. Heather, I got Heather for Christmas um, VIP tickets for when Jay and Tom and Bob come to town and we get to get our picture taken with them. Oh, no way. Yeah. Early December, uh, they're coming to a club in Phoenix. And at the end of all. at the end of this month, Doug Benson's coming to Scottsdale, so we're gonna try and see him. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying. I'm doing everything I can to get to uh, one of the comedy bang bangs. Oh yeah. They. They. I don't think they ever come like uh, over here. You know what I mean? Right. They're playing some cool places too. Oh, I made another funny connection about this. It's funny that we're about to do an album review like, uh, you know, a podcast that we both love. You talking you two to me or are you talking REM Remy or whatever? Right. Uh, you know. Are you ramming Adam, ass Remy in your in your own yeah. ass? Adam Scott, right? Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. 
also Harris Whittle's big part of that the that podcast, the legacy of that podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, also a big part of Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, the I don't know if you've seen it. The um, the mouse rat. For Parks and Rec. I can I can never remember who it is that that I always think is into Parks and Rec. I love and, Parks and Rec. Carrie. I okay. love Parks all right. and Rec. Oh, all right. Yeah, okay. I was shocked when Carrie did. Um, but yeah, right. Seems right yeah. up her alley. Uh, anyway, um, she's probably it's too political. Is that her thing now? No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that was. It's the only reason I can imagine. <laughs> Like she loves all that she thinks all the people in it are hilarious, and it's in the same comedic vein as The Office, which she loves. Right. Like, what's your problem? Yeah, I don't know. It's political. Yeah. I don't know. It's too one-sided for me. Whatever the fuck that means. Anyway, um, I just don't like it being political. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Yeah, so the, the, I don't remember if they played it. I looked it up on YouTube to, so that I could talk about it on here. And it came up as, um, like, bonus content. But I don't know if it was on, um, I thought it might have been on the last episode of Johnny Karate. Where they do, like, the, this is your life. And don't they play a mouse rat, like, tribute video during that? Yeah, or yeah, I whatever. So. Anyway, yeah, they maybe they edited together clips from that with something I don't know. But um, there's there's a line where one of the guys in Mouse Rat goes, "Looking back, I don't think anyone could have done what we were doing." Well, what we were doing was mostly like bad covers of Dave Matthews songs. So I I guess Dave Matthews was doing what we were doing. <laughs> yeah. I thought that. I thought that was funny. Yeah, it's good. All right, so under the table yeah. and dreaming. Let's get into it. Get um, I'm in, man. That I'm back in that basement. What see, we were born comedy writers, this is what I've tried, been trying to tell you. We wrote, we came up with the case for cough. That's brilliant. Yeah. I someone would say that's brilliant. For an audience for an audience of two. Yeah, and we were talking about face fucking at a young age. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, it. Real young age. I mean, we were doing. It, we were trying to make the sound that the Nintendo made for Blades of Steel, right? Mm-hmm. When for a face off. For his her. Right, because the sound was so bad. And what was that? What was the sound? Is that the announcer yelling that there's going to be a face-off? I believe so, yes. Gotcha. How come... How come... In ice hockey... Like, what's with the fat guys? How would they even make... How would they even make the team? Why are they out there? That, That was their image of defenders. In 1991... You had to be fat to play defense. Sergey Zubov changed the whole game on that one. <laughs> Sergey Zubov did indeed change the whole game on that one. You don't have That's to be fat separate. if you're Sergey. 
That's oh, is this an episode of Let's Talk About the Blues Jerseys? Let's talk about the Blues Jerseys. <laughs> I already recorded an ep of that, by yeah. the way. Oh, all on right. my own. I'll be on the next but, one. But uh, so yeah, joint ep of um, first joint ep of Let's Talk About the Blues Jerseys. Yeah, let's. Sergey Zubov. Yeah, went to the Blues, right? Mm-hmm. Was, was Jeremy Ron- the was Jeremy Roenick a blue? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Was he hammered during those years as well? Oh, d- always. Did you see that picture? Hold on. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think it's tougher. Which teams were, uh, did Jeremy Roenick not play for? Right? Yeah, San that, Jose, that was... uh, Phoenix, or Arizona, whatever. Phoenix, Arizona, right. Uh, on the way to, to, all the way to Tacoma. Chicago. Yeah. Philadelphia. Yep. Atlanta, L.A. Um, no, L.A. for real, though, right? LA, I was getting, I thought L.A., but I wasn't positive. Uh, didn't he play for the Rangers for a bit? He was a no? Ranger. He was a Ranger. Yeah, he was a yeah. Ranger. He was a Ranger the same, same time Tony Monty was. No, that's not true, Tim. He was a Blackhawk the same time Monty was. <laughs> this, this is my wheelhouse, man. I never, I never cared more about anything in my life than, than I did Tony, about, than when Tony Monty was than I did about Tony Monty and Jeremy <laughs> Roenick. I know. That's why uh, I took the picture when he popped up on the screen this morning. I was like, "This is Jerry. Jerry was in love with this guy when I was when we were really young, or at least was fascinated by him." Could have been the fact he had the same initials. Yeah, initials. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of you, know, you can get almost through saying Jeremy Redfern, you know, before having to make that turn to Ronick. Well, into the last name, at least. Correct. Uh, he's an alcoholic. Your little brother's an alcoholic. I did not. I did not know that at the time. That this is. This is now having. Being able to look back. Yeah. Um. But did he time, play for the yeah, senator? It, it was, he wasn't an Ottawa senator. I don't think. May have been Tim. Yeah. Who knows anymore? I know. There's no way to find out. I'll tell you what, Uncle Dave really let himself go the last few years. He looks like he plays for the Ottawa Senators now. Every goddamn flannel shirt he wears looks like Otto Senator's colors. You can bring him on next episode. We'll, we'll discuss that. Are we still on? Are we still on St. Louis Blues episode? Yeah, we're still on the Blues. Oh, we are. Yes, Sergey Zubov. Did he play for the Blues? Yeah, because that's can the we only. Confirm that? That's the only Sergey Zubov. Uh, I'll confirm it now. Hold on. No, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas was the only Sergey Zubov. Dallas was the only NHL card I owned. Sergey Zubov died in Dallas. <laughs> What is he? I thought that was Fedachenko. Hold on. I'm pulling off Sergei Zuba. I'm pulling off Sergei. Yeah, just pull it off real quick. All right, Sergei Zuba. Let's get to the bottom of this. He played. Uh, People also searched the first person, Alexei Kovalov. Of course. Is what Google recommended. Course, okay, yeah, you Sergei, Sergei Zubov. Did you know Alexei Kovalev? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hang on, did. man, hang on, man. I think you might have meant Alexei Kovalev. Uh, the Rangers, the Penguins, and the Stars. That was it. <clears throat> Damn, he's definitely worn a blues jersey before. Yeah, I why can I picture it so well? Because that's one he of the, must, like, that's one of the ones just... David drew us. <laughs> Remember when he would draw 
NHL cards, but real badass like. I think he drew us a, a Zubo Blues jersey. I do not remember any of that. Remember, you would we would pick a card and he would like he would draw it like that was like his thing. You might have been on acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the South Windsor days are really fucking weird for me. Oh, like, by the way, I came up with a name for that. Uh... Do I smoke too much drugs? Character Jeff Pottsworthy. <laughs> I think I can get on Comedy Bang Bang with it for sure. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll just show up in New Haven. Hey. <laughs> Y'all ever notice? <laughs> oh, I'll just borrow an outfit from Brian McCary. Get the flannel. The Ottawa Senators flannel from Uncle Dave. And that's been talking St. Louis Blues jerseys. Yeah. That was a fantastic app. That was a great app. I like that uh, that that show. It's not all right. So nine nine so ninety four. Uh, Did you Rangers listen Stanley to the? Cup. Yeah. So this got, came out a couple months after they raised the cup, right? I think it was September ninety four when I read it. Yeah. So this is just a couple months after the ticker tape parade. It is just just right after that. Did you know, I was reading this, Wikipedia is going to be a hell of a tool for this podcast, about the, uh, his sister, I think, I his think sister being killed. I think that's their, I'm sorry, I think that's their <laughs> thing now, their slogan, Wikipedia. We're awesome for podcasts. Yeah, we, we help out with podcasts and shit. Yeah. Um, that the album was dedicated to his sister, Anne, who was killed in a murder-suicide in 94. Can you repeat that? I wasn't really listening. The album was dedicated in memory of Anne for, de- for Matthew's older sister, Anne, who was killed by her husband in 1994 in a murder-suicide. Well, yeah. well, yeah, Tim. I Tim. didn't know that. Tim, Timmy, Timmy. He's from South Africa. Oh. He's from, they're from South Africa. So there's diamonds involved. Yeah, you, yeah you've seen them. There's Leo, Leo DiCaprio movie. Gotcha. It's ruthless stuff. So, but it made him a lot of money. So we're good on that front. It right, did. Let's get into it. Do we do initial thoughts on it and then go song by song? Or I, just... I think we. I think we kind of. Unless you had more to say about the initial. I didn't, I don't like it. Right. So is that is that it? Yeah. Okay. Um. No, I guess you're right. We did touch on it. We can jump right, we can jump right into track by track. Um, did you listen? Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Did you listen to the deluxe edition with the extra tracks or the regular one through two? I, I went old school, but um, while I was charging up my phone just prior to calling you for this, um, I did put on Spotify... And all they had was the, with the deluxe tracks. And uh, the first song that played was Granny. Yeah. Which was a tune that I would not have remembered. If you told me to my face, hey, Jeremy, you know the Dave Matthews Band song, Granny. I'd argue, like, to the death. 
Uh, it's funny you that, that I that I did not know that that I've never heard that song. In my the life. one note I had, if we went to it, and I was thinking about even just waiting till we got to the end of, you know, we got to number thirty four, then being like, did you listen to the, the extra tracks and shit? But I was pleasantly surprised when Granny came on because I thought the same thing. I when I um, got it on Google, I do the Google Play Store and I have the unlimited thing, so I just searched the album, and that was the one that I clicked on. So I wasn't sure when the tr- when the album actually ended. I was pretty sure it was after number thirty four, but I wasn't positive. And then Granny came on, and I I was looking at the track list beforehand, thinking I like so many of these songs. If I were to try and think of one I don't like, it's going to be tough. Um, but I was like, I'll just probably go with Granny because there's no way that's going to be good. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And it came on, and I was I was pleasantly surprised and got really into it. And that was going to be my my big hammer note. Was was Granny is is a great track, great hidden track on the deluxe edition. Dude, the universe, man. That's the that's the one and only song. Um, that I heard on the of the extended. That's awesome. The other two are really good as well. I was gonna get into that, but <clears throat> but yeah, right. I I mean. You're saying you uh, dug it because you remembered it, right? Instantly, just from like yeah, watching yeah. live. I've I've never seen him live. That's a show I've never seen. First. No, but but Timmy. But I've seen DVDs remember, and albums. Remember, and... remember the Camry. Remember driving around. Yeah, remember driving around the Camry? the Camry. There was a like three and a half year period where all I played in that thing was a cassette tape, a mix that I had made of like my favorite Dave Matthews tunes. Mm-hmm. And I think Granny was on there. Yeah, but I still think it's, I ha- the fact that I haven't seen him is pretty wild. I've been seeing his been oh, a shit yeah. ton of well, concerts. Oh, yeah, there's no no point now, is there, Tim? Well, I'm not going to go now. Right. That's how I feel about Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of have to like hope. You kind of have to hope they play a song from their first three albums. Which, yeah, well, yeah, I just they keep making stuff, and Uncle John keeps telling me it's great, but it's not great. <laughs> and uh, Matt Williams keeps telling me it's great, but there's no way they don't do ecstasy together. Shrooms, big time. Yeah. <laughs> Matt just shows up in the Poconos on like a Friday night, 9 p.m. Huge bag of shrooms and a huge <laughs> bag of Coke. In the latest Coldplay album. Like, we're, we're... And they're just jumping up and down together in the basement. We're, yeah, yeah. They each have like little, those, um, the like one person trampolines. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're each on one of those, like a child's trampoline with juice boxes, just jumping up and down, listening to Missy Elliott or gotta whatever. Stay hydrated. You got to, Tim. And that's what we're, that's what we're all about here. Mm-hmm. When you do drugs, drink a juice box. Drink some juice. All right. Don't mess with the Capri Sun. <laughs> You're never going to be able to get the straw in. So, I'm done. <laughs> yep. Best of what's around is track one. 
Yeah. Starts off with a bang, doesn't it? It does. I'll say right now that's my favorite tune. Yeah, as soon as it as soon as it came on, I was like, well, there's there's notch number one in the three favorite tunes, three best tunes on the album. Yeah, you know it immediately goes in the top three. Yeah. And it's a, hell, it's a um, hell of a start. It's a hell of an opening. We always talk about opening tracks on debut albums. This is not a debut album. Is it not? Well, maybe technically it's the first EP, but remember, was it called was Remember it? Two Things? Remember these? No. I always screw it up. There was um, like a little six track uh, thing or whatever. Oh, so, yeah. So they put out a little thing. REM did the same thing. Um, when they, but so I don't think it's technically, it's, it's not considered a debut. It album. is according to Wikipedia and Google. Music. Is it? It's a, Undertale and Dreaming is the debut studio album from Dave Matthews, released September 27, 1994. Oh, okay. So what is, does it give, what's the other thing called? I'll tell you. I must mention it. I'll tell you. Remember to, no. Uh, rec- recently. <sighs> recently just... is an EP by Dave Matthews <laughs> released in 1994. All songs are live recordings. Oh, hold on. Recently, yeah, is, it wasn't live. Recently, an edit of a live version found on Remember Two Things, recorded yeah. at the Flood Zone in Richmond, Virginia, in August 1993. Dancing Nancy's and Warehouse were recorded in Alexandria, yada yada. So yeah, okay, they do yeah. reference it there. So here it is. So Remember Two Things came out in '93. Now, right. now it popped up. Uh, is an album by Dave Matthews Band released independently on the band's Bama Rags label in 9th, November 9th, 1993. There you go. Oh, I remember this cover. Yeah. The, like... The art, the purple 3D and green art. And ha- yeah. Yeah, it has the, the, the eye, magic eye poster. Magic eye type. shit, yeah. yeah. Track listings. Yeah, you know how I know that is because... Um, <coughs> excuse me. When that summer, when um, you know ants marching, and what would you say and whatnot, all over the radio, and you know the album blew up. I uh, I picked it up and I was talking to my buddy Joanna about it. You remember Joanna? You know Joanna, of course. And she already knew. She's like, "Yeah, man, you're late." to the Dave Matthews party. They like this album's already been out for a while and she like hands me remember two things on CD and I'm like no way. That's awesome. I'm going to have to go into that again. And then it was and then I remember it being really hard to find in uh the years you know, a few years later when I would like start working and had money to go and buy, you know, albums and stuff. I remember at that point it was really hard to find this to one. find. Yeah, remember two things. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That was good. Anyway, uh, so a little backstory. Yeah, uh, best of what's around. That's that's that's. It's a great live uh, track. I'm not going to give away my rank. I'm not going to give away my rankings no, for, wanna... for for the others. I'm just. Did you have a hard time my, ranking? That's my favorite songs? Dave Matthews song. So. Is it of all time? 
of all yeah. he's done. Nice. That's yes. a great one. And I think it's just because of how <clears throat> it's a it's it's a great song. It's just a great fun song. It's a great introduction to the band and the It's easy, yeah, it's an easy song to get into. It's um, catchy. And we we you know, C D players back then would like you'd power hit right, you'd have to plug them in and hit power and it wouldn't remember. So if you were listening to a CD right in one location of the house on a CD player and then like we would in the basement say Mm -hmm. and then you know you turn it off it starts over the next time there was no way to avoid that so I think I just heard it so much more than because I always had that in the CD player for a period Mm -hmm. of time there Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's got a big special place in my heart and I, it, hearing it, it, it's been a while since I listened to it, but, uh, but I was actually wondering going in if it was going to hold up to where I had it held in my head, in my memory. And it certainly did, didn't it? And it certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's got a little bit of everything I like from the band. Like you said, it's a great introduction to that. Yeah. It's a lot of rock into it. Obviously, yeah, the drums are great. It, it's, it's also very soft at times and very gentle, which is also a great aspect to to Dave. And I think you get a lot of yes. that in his tunes. Yes. Um, what would you say is the next track? What, what can you say? What can you say about this one? Uh, Blues Traveler's in it. Which I, I forgot about that, Tim. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I read about that. Um, doesn't make me like the song anymore. Do you not like the song, it, It's all right. I actually, this isn't the one I, Ant's more, oh, I'll wait till we get there. Um, of the, but there, I know I'm with you. There's two standout for, for, I don't, I don't know if there are casual Dave Matthews fans, by the way. I think it's like Springsteen or The Who. Yeah. You know, one of those that you two that people aren't just I kind of I know their hits but I I know like three or four songs from most of their albums but no I don't care I don't care much more for you know it's it's like you're either really into them or you're not yeah. or you, or you can't stand them right but I would say most just common people common music fans right there are two enormous singles on that album and those are them for sure, and but and I was marching about it. What would you say? And as soon as and it, they're kind of similar, they're very similar, and as or to me. And as soon as as soon as uh, what would you say came on, um, that was kind of my first thought. Was like, all right, well, this is going to be like I'll throw this right up there with probably one of the worst. And I, I did it because you just hear it so much, or you know, it's just it's one of the ones you hear enough. But then I started thinking about it like halfway through the tune, and I was like, if you were somewhere where you didn't hear music very often or you didn't hear American music very often. And that song came on in public or at a bar. You'd be like, this song is like, I forgot how, how good this song is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you'd be really into it and it'd be a fucking great tune and a great time. So then I was like, it's actually, it's really good. And that, um, so out of the two singles or the two main singles from it, 
I, I actually quite enjoy this one. But I can't say the same for the other one. We'll get to that. No, no, no. You're, I, I think you flip-flopped. You started off saying you didn't like... No, I know. I, was, I know. That was a joke based on how we, what we were saying before it. Because I said, what would you say? And you're like, what can you say? And I was like, that I don't like it. it, was just, it was funny oh, so you, were, you faked me out. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. And, and your actual take on what would you say is better than <laughs> yeah. Ants Marching. Yes. I like is it that right? Than, yes, correct. Interesting. I have the... Well, we'll talk about it in a few tracks. <laughs> in about five tracks. All right. Uh, but uh, I think this is the lesser of the two singles. Okay. Uh, for sure. Um, it's it's big and and uh, silly, but but not in a fun... I mean, I liked it enough at the time. Sure. But it was one of the first of his songs to sort of start to wear on me as I got into my huge Dave Matthews band phase in high school. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It didn't have the staying power. Something about it grates me after repeated listens. Yeah. Anyway, it does for me as well. And that's why I was saying that that was my initial reaction when it came on was the, like, if it it was on the radio, I probably would have changed it. Um, but then halfway through, I was like, well, if I didn't hear this song all the time, I would think it, I would think it's a really good tune. And I did enjoy it, even though it is really stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, track, this whole thing is stupid. Track three, Satellite. Yeah. More like Satone called Classic, A Light. <laughs> yeah. Timmy. Yeah. Right, Timmy? Sure. Go ahead. We'll start with you this time. <laughs> Thanks. I, that's it. It's just Stone Cold Classic. It's a great song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it is. It's it's. Uh, it's by the amazing. way, it was it was more like Stone Cold Classic, a light. Stone Cold Classic, a light. Right. Satone Cold Classic, a light. So it's got the whole word satellite in there. With, you know what I'm saying. Correct. No problem. Uh. Yeah, great song. It's an amazing song. Of course. Um, I, I don't know if I would have placed it as track three on the album. I don't know if you want to get into like rearranging how it would have been. We don't. I didn't think about it too much. But I don't like no. how early it is in the album. I think it's more. it should be more a last couple tracks type tune. That's the only thing I did think of with uh, sequencing now that you mention it was that I thought I thought they went out too soft really lame yeah <laughs> um yeah i thought that that they should have tacked i don't know if you think it's big enough to be a closer satellite i think it could have been i think it's good enough to be interesting well yeah it's good enough to because be. especially especially in the days when people aren't skipping through shit i think people will get be really excited to wait for that to round out an album I'll tell you what, it, it, again, just like our buddies um, with the At U2 and REM podcast, just like Adam used to make the mixtapes yeah. for the ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would always include Satellite on a mixtape for a chick. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, and... It worked 100% of the time. It worked 
like one, like like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a great song. It it's a great song. Meaning, I not... accidentally I accidentally rubbed one out while making the mixtape inadvertently. Yeah, once or twice. That's what I'm I'm counting as working. Sure. Just joking. I was I slayed in middle school. You remember that? I know you did. I know you did. Well, I don't know. I assume you did. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was fucking creeping around. because well, I look like Eric shit. Matthews. Because I look like Eric Matthews from that. Bo- I was gonna yeah. say that boy you do, Tim. Ooh, that boy you do. What's it called? Boy Meets World. That redhead does porn now. Say what? Yeah, Barstool Sports reported just the other day that redhead they live with does porn. Gets banged in the own old porn hole. That's is that a sports? How's that a sports article? No, it's it's about a, the chick doing porn. No, I know you said Barstool Sports. Yeah. Um, which redhead chick? The tall one that Eric and oh yes, what's his face? Yes, the later, with? the later years. Yeah, yes, the yep. later years. Oh. Let's put it out there now. We need an answer to this before one of us has a brain aneurysm for reals. It drives us insane. It has since, you know, the show was on the air. The episode where, what's his face? Jack? Is that it? Yeah. Eric's buddy? Yeah. Says, cut the shit, Eric. Yeah. We both have heard it multiple times. Yeah. We recorded it, didn't we? I don't think so. I don't think we ever. Because by the time those episodes, that, that was like later. I don't think we were taping stuff off TV as much. We never had a blank cassette handy when that episode would come on. So true. it was just when we happened to catch it. That's true. I suppose we could have got the DVDs. No. That might have helped. Maybe. But no, seriously, we can't figure out how. Yeah, there's in the context of the scene. There's nothing else really he could have been. There's no, because he was irritated. Close, he was, he was sounds... frustrated and fed up with Eric, right? Yeah. Who's always doing some bullshit? Who's, yeah, who's clearly just making up words and doing whatever the nonsense he was doing. Yes. And then he abruptly in, says a few words that essentially uh, get at, "Hey, cut it out, knock it off." And it sounds exactly, we both hear cut the shit, Eric, loud and clear. But there's no way they would have broadcast that. But what else could it be? I don't know. If anyone knows, if anyone is listening. Yeah. yeah. Hey, those two people on Apple iTunes, if you you know what this is about. Does it just say iTunes user one, iTunes user two? Like. No, well, it says six. It says six played, or like, yeah, played six times, and underneath it breaks it down, and it said four anchor, and two iTunes. Um, track four. Yeah, whoever's. Thank you. Rhyme and reason. Yeah, no one loves rhyme and reason more than Kyle Evaristo. Yeah. So, shout out to Kyle. Kyle, what's up, my man? Insurance till the day we die. Got your back, bro. 
Um, we're going to be good to this song, man. We know how much you love it. I like it. I'm, he'll, not, I'm not against dude, it. Tim, he'll like, he'll kill people. Yeah. I'm not against it about this over this. Um, I've grown out I, of it as I, uh, over the year, I used to really like it when I first got into my, into Dave. Phase. Yeah. I had, I had phases. It was not one of my, one of the tracks that, and, that initially caught me in my first kind of phase of getting it was a lot it was a hearing it live that got me into i think i think probably seeing it yeah probably seeing it live was what started then i would put it on all kinds of i was always making different mix different dave matthews yeah it was our version of fish or grateful dead or whatever pearl jam absolutely um but we should mention maybe uh, we went to. We're from the straight up streets, born and raised. The yeah, we, li- D, we lived. Off, yeah, we lived off the sh- street. Kids dying on motorcycles. Yeah, got germs in in the uh, ice cream trucks. We'll break into our neighbor's house. We don't give a fuck. We'll break into anyone's house. They got fifty cats, <laughs> and. <laughs> There's a keg of like homemade moonshine in the basement. That's all I remember. And nobody lived there for the last three months. That's for damn sure. And the chick was 13 that lived there and got pregnant and then had to disappear. And we never saw her again. Childhood. Man. So we see we come from realness, but uh, the just in so no one gets the wrong idea. The, the whole Dave Matthews thing. We moved. For me, it was the summer between middle school and high school, between eighth grade and ninth grade. What was it for you? Uh, fourth grade. Fourth grade into fifth grade. Okay. So, and then spent the next, for me, it was mostly four years because I moved back to Danbury for college. Yeah. For you were there a bit longer. I was there from, yeah, I, Two I, years I did longer. my middle school. So sixth, seventh, eighth, and then I'm freshman year. I moved sophomore year to Massachusetts. But yeah, so during that period of time, uh, my entire high school phase, your middle school um, and whatnot, years around it, yeah. we basically lived in an Abercrombie and Fitch catalog. Yeah. Uh, the only, no joke, the town's what, 99% white. The 1% is, that's not white is Indian. <laughs> for real and you knew him yeah and, and, right and and there were a few families and it was all doctors who worked in like hartford hospital mm-hmm. um and then in school you'd occasionally have a fellow a fellow student a black student in class and then if you would talk to the get to when you'd get to know said black student you'd find out oh they live in hartford and they get bust. Yeah, they have to get busted. They're not staying here. They're not yeah. here. Well, until Marcus Camby moved in. Correct. After he got that Knicks money. He got that Knicks money, that hostage money. <laughs> he had to have that hostage money. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't think he had it, though. That was the problem. Is that what took so long? Yeah, that's what took a while. I don't think he had it. I saw him run down to the store, the liquor store down by Dan's. Wasn't open. <laughs> Oh, yeah, at that time. Ain't nothing open. was open in South Windsor past like 8 o'clock. It's true. 
All right, we anyway, got to keep it moving. That sounds, I'm running that's, out yeah, of battery sorry. on my phone. That sounds, <laughs> sorry, that town sucked. And, uh, but, but so that's why, that's why we're into the, we had our Dave Matthews period. Anyway. Who did, a lot of people uh, had a Dave Matthews period. I, I don't think I would have been sucked in. I used to, we used to go to all three shows. Me and my buddies. Oh, the, the live every shit. Every time yeah, they yeah, would yeah. come around to the guys, play yeah. the Meadows every summer, uh, like the yeah, first weekend of event. August. It was a big event every year. Or last weekend of August. So it was right before school would start. And we'd, yeah. Like all of South Windsor High would be there. Yeah. Tailgate and then go in and see him. So I, I've seen them over a dozen times. Easy. I haven't seen them once. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm. I guess I'm just trying to explain to cover myself. They're not. I've seen them more than any other band, I'm sure, but they're not anywhere near my. Just in case, band. just in case there's a lawsuit that comes out in the next few years, that's like if you've seen Dave Matthews one in ten times in in concert, chances are you raped somebody. You're putting well, it right that's out there. What, that, that's that. It, yes, exactly. <laughs> putting it out there that was that was just kind of the phase that, we were that's in. A, that's the time that's I exactly. Lived in. That's exactly what I'm saying. Which would be a great, a great Jordan Peele premise. Uh, a, a white town obsessed oh, with Dave I, Matthews. I, yeah, I'm the one Dave Matt, like the one liberal Dave Matthews head that wants out. <laughs> yeah. Before they yeah. like, they threw me in yeah. that category when they're like drawing all the lines, all the battle lines, and I have to get out. Yeah. Hey, Jordan, hit us up, man. We got something, we got something cooking on that one. All right, I'm under 25% battery, so we're going to keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number typical five, situation. typical situation. Yeah. Great one. It's a very good one. Um, it's, a, it's a very good one. On the, on the scheme of the album, it's one of those that it, it came on, and I was like, oh, it's going to be, this is another one I'll probably put up in my top three, but it gets lost when I hear some others. Um, but I never get tired of it. Yeah, it uh, it was one that I actually had kind of forgotten about, so it kind of took me by a nice surprise when I was listening to the album. I was obsessed with this song for a while, front to back. So I went through a period of listening to it over and over and over again. Yes, but it did, I never got sick of it. It's it's really it's good. I lo- I like it a lot. No, there's so many good Yeah. That, that's it's a, such a great happy that's song. That's so hooky. That hook is so, especially when you're going through your drinking de- drinking phase. And that's the other thing I realized listening to this. It's great. It's great party music. That's what made it so easy to like. Were you? <laughs> I I was in like seventh grade. Yeah, but I didn't really. You were you were like partying when you were six. I, I was late to. Why do you think I never saw them? I didn't get into them until I was. No, no, no. I know. I'm saying. I never really listened to Dave Matthews albums or songs that intently until I was smoking weed and drinking beers. That's for sure. Smoking weed and drinking beers. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You were very late. Yeah. When I was going through most of it, I was you not were into like, it. you thought it was dumb. Yeah, I was not into yes. it. I was upstairs listening to the monkeys. And, and Godsmack rightly, for some weird reason. Well, to balance out the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Like I hope the weed will outweigh these drinks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> By the way, yeah. Uh, I hope 
the uh, Ant Ramblin' Jam that made me think we should do a podcast. Get uh, getting drugs with Uncle Doug. <laughs> Trek six, dancing Nancy's. <laughs> I think I remember this being one you liked. Now I love this song. I absolutely yeah, me love too. this song. Um, me too. And may I? Yeah. The, I'm sorry. Do you do you have something you want to say about it? No, no. Okay, no. Just the. This was another. This was one that when I went, you know, that stood out in my memory when we said we we're going to go back and listen as a front runner to be in the top three, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I knew it was a, a, a big emotional, like close to the heart favorite from way back when. Um, then I was listening to it and it was just dragging the, you know, the, how it starts. And I'm like, I don't like this. You don't like it. Is that what you said? I don't. Yeah. When it, the, the whole first part that like thumping could have been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is weird. And you don't like the marching aspect. Not for me. Not for me. And then it goes in, then it goes into the, hey, la, la, yeah. la, and that's so catchy and beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's why I love this that's song so I much. That's why I stick around for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, they keep, I, I think they that's keep doing one it. Where, they could write um, hooks. That's another one for me where it was a lot. It took a live version for me to really appreciate it. And I remember specific, specifically it being the Central Park one. And um, I don't know. I just I remember get, listening to it in my car. I in this. I think it was when I was driving the CRV that had some pretty good sound to it, and just getting lost in that track. I really, I really enjoy that one. Yeah, the the live versions of all they definitely had different life to to them. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's my expert analysis. Which, well, yeah, on. I don't. I mean, I don't have anything much great to say about any of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Besides next. us just saying we kind of like these tunes. <laughs> what's the next? What's 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 the next? Ants marching this is your tune. This is your favorite track on the album. No, it is not. Uh, I like it more than. What would you say? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a cleaner, pop song overall. Yeah, this song screams Danbury to me uh that's funny i feel like what would you say screams danbury and ants marching is kind of more timeless okay it holds up a little better i don't think we listen to the same album i don't think i don't know if we're listening to the same band um and i i certainly don't think anyone's listening to this no absolutely not (laughs) Absolutely not. Tom might enjoy this. Tom, if you're sitting around having a wank, hello to you, sir. Hello oh, just you. Uh, having a tug. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's marching. I have nothing to add to it because everyone knows that song. Um, Big, sexy. It's great. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. Dave Matthews rock song. It's a, good, it's a good tune. It blew up the charts. Got no problem with that song. Uh, cool. Track eight, Lover Lay Down. One of my faves. I love it. 
I absolutely love this song. When I saw the initial track listing before hitting play, uh, listening to it on Friday, I listened to most of it Friday. I had to listen to this last few tracks the other day, but um, yesterday. Um, but this one I was excited for. I, I love this tune. I think it's beautiful. I, uh, yes, I, it was another one I was kind of nervous about. You know, I was mid, I was in high school and had weird emotions and the music I was listening to a ton at the time helped me understand them. I didn't know if I was, it's been so long since I've listened to these songs, if I was going to feel the same way about what's such a, like, was it were, just were these, big, were these love, sappy love songs, were these yeah. love songs cheesier than I remember? Right. Like, yeah. Do you think it sounds better with something in your butt? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've ever listened to it any other way. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how Kyle and I roll. Mm-hmm. What's up, Kyle? Enjoy the podcast, man. Yeah, I hope you're listening. Hope you're still hope plugging. The fa- it. Hope the family's doing okay. Yeah. Um, the kids are. Hope the kids are good. He's on kids, but yeah, he? yeah. Oh, he has kids. Shit. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's a great. It's a great song. Uh, track nine, Jimmy thing. Jimmy would... Hendrix. Do you think? Is what he's getting at there? I don't know. Just in general. <laughs> I guess. I'm just hopping in to take... I'm taking a poll. Um, Jimi Hendrix, you think? No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, no, uh, I was wondering if it was like a little nod to Jimmy. Could it's be. Spelled, right? J-I-M-I? Yeah, A-J-I-M-I. For sure. I love this track. Um, it's a good one. It's a groovy track all the way through i think this is the the track that got me into dave matthews yeah uh, you've told me that yeah i think this is that pretty sure this is that track um i i i dig it and i was when wikipedia had the singles listed for it and it had jimmy thing listed as number two which i don't think is correct I, I saw that, and I didn't think their single thing was correct either. But then I scrolled down, and they actually talk about singles being released, and they didn't list it as second. So I think they were just putting out their singles, um, but they shouldn't put numbers next to it. Uh, but Jimmy, I think Jimmy thinks great. I think it's it's the track that got me into him, into his shit. Um, it still it still makes me. I never get tired of it. I'm surprised that actually that it was a single at all because it doesn't feel like it'd be a single. I discovered it as like a deeper album track and yeah i think i thought i was pretty cool it's saying that was like one of like that's the song that i like most because i didn't you know i kind of thought that you had to be a fan to know that tune exactly it was a deep cut when like even a few albums later when i was hanging out with you know at shows and stuff with big well no at shows everyone was sort of Everyone was a connoisseur of the entire catalog. Now, I take that back. I don't want to be on record using the word connoisseur to describe Dave Matthews' music. I'm not going to that. We got it here. I'm just saying I immediately retract that statement yep. on the record. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, that's weird. It's, it was a single. It must not have done well at the time because... I don't ever remember hearing it on the radio, do you? No, I do not. 
It's it's great though. It's a it's a rocking tune. Track ten, warehouse. Yes, I think this another good one. I think this has taken over as my favorite album, the track on the album. I shouldn't say take. Ooh. I shouldn't say taken over. Oh, we're not saying that. We're not getting into that yet. We'll wrap it up. All right. Um, where no, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. Ooh, that's a big. That's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah. When I listen to this album, this one is the one I enjoyed the most. Going back through it, easily. Um. Also, the longest track on the album. Yes. Also, just so much better, like live. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's kind of like U2's bad or something in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah for sure. And I'm, yeah, I don't mean it's sound, it may not sound the best on the album, but hearing it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm not taking away. It's it's a great song, and it's. I thought I I you know what I think I would nominate Warehouse to close the album out. Okay, there you go. I'm I'm cool with that. Take the other, take the last two, and kind of just sneak them in somewhere. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Maybe space space out the. Don't front load it so much with. They did front load the album like crazy. With best of what's around, and then right into what would you say, and then satellite, put a put a Jimmy thing in there. You know, Jimmy thing feels it like it should, yeah, Jimmy. Th- but that's the thing with this album, which blew my mind, is when I start trying to think about rearranging it, is just loaded with with absolute tunes. Yeah, but can we? Do we even have to get into the, the last two songs? Are clunkers, right? Yeah, pay for it. You get a shite. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say at the beginning. Before you get shy. Thirty-four is nice, but it is what it is. It's um, nice. It's nice, but but you can't. It's, you have to come with more than that of... when the album's been so good. Yeah. Warehouse is so intense. Yeah. And then you have the by hands down the worst track. Yeah, on easily, the album, easily. by far. I knew that we were gonna agree on that. That's such an easy decision to make. By far. Yeah. And then and then you close out with an instrumental. Yeah, and especially because, it, and then when I was listening to it, it went right into Granny, which picks it right back up, followed by Dance and Nancy's Acoustic, which is absolutely lovely, and um, a song, another acoustic, uh, the, the song that Jane likes, which I don't know if I've ever heard before until this morning. Um, and all of those, all of those were better. Well, not Dance and Nancy's Acoustic, because it's already on there, but Granny and, and song that Jane likes would, would have been better options um just yeah. you get what you get you pay for what you get you know good one what do you mean I, um, what do you mean by that you pay for what you get yeah i probably paid 8.99 or whatever for the album gotten that much out of it i agree yeah so it didn't end. so it went it went from being absolutely mind blowing to how good it is to I, I have uh, one thought on Jimmy thing before we wrap up. Yeah. We're on 71 uh, some... minutes of this, by the way. Oh, nice. I don't know if that's good or not. 71 minutes. It means we should, we're wrapping up now. Yeah. Okay. Um, what was that? So, yeah, sorry, Jimmy thing. The most, the most Dave Matthews lyric 
uh, and delivery of lyric. Like you sum him up in one song lyric. The uh, I think it's from Jimmy Thing. The uh, sometimes I walk, sometimes I take a bus there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Sometimes I walk. Sometimes I take a bus there. I thought that's funny because I thought uh, I am who I am, who I am. Oh, who am I? Oh, that was a. I thought that was a really good, uh, typical Dave lyric. That sounds like it's who am I? You just fucking said who you were over and over again. It sounds like him trying to be Trent Reznor. Yeah. It sounds like I'm trying to be Trent Reznor too. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap it up. Overall, yes. Thoughts. Uh. Uh. What's your number three? Oh, that's right. We gotta do the fucking top three. Um. Number three is Dance and Nancy's for me. Nice, nice, nice. Nice. I like that. I went um, <laughs> typical situation number three. Yep. Um, oh, no. I, Dance and Nancy's, was, I was wrong. I was wrong about that. Cool. <laughs> I was wrong about that warehouse. I, was, I remember it's my because warehouse is what changed everything when I got to it. Warehouse was my number three. Warehouse parentheses game changer. That's why. Yeah. So I apologize for that because that's that kicked Dance and Nancy's out. So you had typical situation. I like that. That missed the cut for me. I'll um, tell you what. Putting warehouse, warehouse missed my cut. So the fact that it's in one of ours, will we got Rajiv on board now. So great. Hopefully he'll be on one of these. Uh, number two, Lover Lay Down for me. Nice. This sounds like my list. And it's nothing like my list. <laughs> my number two. Um, did I already say typical situation? You did. That was your number three. A Jimmy thing. Number two. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Oh, great, Jeff. Great. Which I'm assuming. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, we're just in the middle of a podcast, Brian. One second. Yeah, I'm just going to take a hit real quick and get out of here. Um, yeah, Jimmy thing was my number one. Yeah. And that's what's around. Yeah, I, Ob- I know. Obviously. I thought that was, for me, that's kind of like the Beatles of the songs. I didn't want to include it because it's too obvious of like a best tune for me. Um, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's heartfelt and sincere enough. I didn't, I didn't, I listened to the rest of the album with an open mind. Yeah. I didn't write, you know, I didn't just circle it right away and go. Yeah, yeah. I already know. I already know my number one. That's what I'm, I'm trying to, to do. See, that I wanted to give the whole, yeah, I wanted sure. to give the whole album, you know, a fair sure. shot yeah. with fresh ears. Uh, that's why we're picking stuff we haven't heard in a while, right? Um, so, yeah, but I, I was like, will this hold <clears> up? So I actually, if you think about it, it had to hold up. It had to pass the scrutiny of having a chance to be knocked off the pedestal by every song that followed. Correct. Um, and nothing did. Nothing like actually it. came no, close. It's great. So that's, uh, I had, I and had also a, the Beatles are my favorite band. So I had a very, hard, I'm not, I'm not, I'm comfortable going with the obvious. I had a very hard time uh, picking a top three for this. I actually did too. Uh, Yeah, Warehouse wanted to be in there. Dancing Nancy's wanted to be in there. 
Lover Lay Down wanted to be in there. Yep. Best of what's around, I want in there. I could have rhyme or reason. I got, you know, I'm not against. But... Satellite. Yeah. There's, so, I mean, there's just so much to choose from. But so to close this out, what, what do you want to do going forward? Do you want to do another Dave album? Do you want to pick a different one entirely? No, I think we should totally change gears. Change everything up? Okay. Um, kind of Matthews out. Yeah, that's funny because I this made me want to listen to some more of his, which I'll do on my own time. Um, do do it on your own time; it's fun. What do you want to do? Uh, what are you thinking? Have you given this any thought? What were some of the other ones we had said? Um, I have it right. I have them right. Okay, here. let's go. Just fucking do it. Just fucking say it. All right. Web shooter. No, that was from something else. Yeah. It doesn't get any more 1994 than this album, Hot Tim. No, it does not. Okay. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, Tenacious D. I thought it would be fun. Yeah. Um, tribute. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was just self-titled. Is it called I Tribute? I have no idea what it's called. The one that tributes on, though? Yes, yeah. Wonder okay. Boy and all. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Um, okay, you don't want to hear the others? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can hear the others. We can hear a couple more. Uh, no, Stone Temple Pilots, Tiny yeah. Music, I thought. I was, I was down with that one. Yeah. Um, let's stick, with, like the, that, let's stick with the be... 90s for a bit. Okay. So, Stone Temple? Yeah, because I also don't know when the last time I listened to that start to finish was. And, and, and I think it's going to be similarly like, oh, man, I forgot about this song. Yeah, exactly. So let's do that. I like I, it. I already. Let's try and get fucking Tom in, in on the STP one as best we can. Find you know out who would be the ideal would be Anurag. How do you I have Anurag's number? Try... You just want to call him up. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he would be so into it, too. We, dro- we drove up to Reggie's wedding in upstate New York together. We were in the car for like five and a half hours or whatever, and we spent a good 45-minute chunk there talking about how much we love Stone Temple Pilots. And, That's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and neither of us realized that the other held them in such high regard. And, um, yeah, we both agreed that that was... It, it, it's his. It's also his favorite album um, of theirs. Yeah. So tiny music will do. I also want to at some point. It we may ha- have killed Tom with the podcast. By the way, the, the fact that it's been over twenty four hours now and he hasn't. That's true. If he heard the your episode and my counter episode, he may be he may be long gone. If he sat and listened to all four yeah. in a row, um, I also at some point with this want to because I feel like it went well. Um, I want to, after we do a couple of, of ones we know that we at least dig some of, most of. Um, oh, exploring. Yeah, let's get them shit we'd never, we would never listen to. Like, how about, like you and I break down like a Metallica album or, or some, you know what I mean? Some, oh, yeah, yeah. Some, Interesting. Some, some things we wouldn't normally, we would typically make fun of or pass off, but we, you and I have to actually listen to and, and give our thoughts on. Interesting. And you know what? In the meantime, let's pair it up with, maybe with people who would all get in touch with and, and maybe would be willing to talk for an hour, hour and a half about it. Yeah. About that album. 
Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, you pick a Devo album and talk to Blake Irving? Sure. Yeah, sure. Any Devo album? Um, so that's that kind would of be, my thought. That would be it. a great podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Well, this went well. I'm, I'm hovering yes, around 15%, so I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Um, I don't know how we should wrap it up. Didn't get I don't know either, it. and I also realized... I don't know if there's a way to like edit. Do you know if there's a way to edit like pieces yes, in the middle of that's it? One of the, that's one of the, to, cause I, I only know how to edit like start to fit. Like you said, when you want to start and when you want to end, I don't know how to take out like a, a like a 30 second chunk in the middle. I would, I've been messing around with going on to, um, uh, exporting the file like into, uh, another app into GarageBand or something and okay. trying to but but yeah I I if you want to cut out right it's it's it doesn't let you just like snip no it bits. says when it you may, want to start it, it and create, end it, cre- so you... it creates whole new segments right if you exactly. try to split yeah okay, that exactly. makes it a so, pain in the ass we'll see how that goes we'll get we'll figure that out and, and maybe but then there's got to be a way to like merge them back together i would think i just don't think i've found it yet do you know what i mean yeah so that it's not always jumping between um, segments if we can't figure that out then we'll just plan we'll have a better game plan going into it maybe so it's um, not, yeah, for not, sure, and I've got to figure some shit out. The the <laughs> what in life or yes, <laughs> I don't know where to start. Um, all right, if this um, gives me an option no, to the, send it the, to you, I'll the send it to TV you. station is um, they're like set up now for to do podcasts, and I think they're actively working with these two girls that have a local one, maybe out of Worcester or something. Yeah. Um, and trying to get more people to like come in and record podcasts and it's like state of the art technology. So maybe I could start. I'm, I, I can rent space there. Like I can rent the studio anytime. Just have to book it in advance. That'd be sweet. So maybe I'll start if we plan, you know, I'll, 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 we can nail down a two hour window where I can book off the studio and then I can be soundproofed and sitting comfortably. So I won't be breathing heavy in the phone and shit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And we'll get some, uh, some guests and all that good stuff. And then that way I'll also be able to like back up the audio for real. Yeah. So we can mess around with it and edit it. Like it'll be a lot easier to edit a lot easier to edit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. This was good. Good stuff. Yeah, this was great. So overall, Under the Table and Dreaming is an album you should go listen to. Yeah. Although, again, if battle lines are being drawn right now, I don't want to be in the Dave Matthews group. No. Listen to it. Listen to it privately. Don't tell anybody you're listening to it. Enjoy it by yourself and keep your hands off the little children. Light up a dube, not a tiki torch. Okay? Correct. Correct. That's what... I think that's what we're trying to say. Correct. Oh, right. Your mind went to killing immigrants. My mind went to touching little children. I was more on a Kevin Spacey vibe. <laughs> so anyway, that's going to wrap it <laughs>
that's it for us. Yep. All right, Jared. I'll talk to you later. Love you, man. I love you. All right, later.